creators, as entrepreneurs, we often face a special challenge when it comes to saying no. I do not know if this is a personality trait, if this is embedded in a lifetime of thinking of ourselves as one of these identities as a creator or as an entrepreneur. I don't know, but I do know that knowing what to prioritize and knowing that we have to be aware of the fear of missing out FOMO and not letting it take over are two really, really important characteristics. So today's micro show, welcome by the way, uh, is a handful of specific tips on how to practice saying no to more things. If I were to tell you a story about my inability to say no, it would sound something like this. Let me play you this, the version in my head, which is like, the more things I say yes to, the more opportunities I'm going to have, and the more uh, experience I'm going to get with more people, more people who can help me on my life journey to be more people to inspire me, more, 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 more experience, more exposure uh, to ideas, more exposure for me and my work, to a whole new set of people, to a whole new set of industries. So yes, more, more, and more. That is, <laughs> that was actually, uh, those were real thoughts that I had for a really long time until I started to realize that by saying yes, and I have been an advocate of saying yes, uh, I still am to some degree, but I'm, I'm qualifying that with today's show. Until I realized that when you're saying yes to all these things, what you're really doing is saying no to so many things, oftentimes your most important and precious dreams. So we have to start paying close attention. What are we saying yes to? What ought we begin to think about saying no to such that we can spend more time and energy towards the things that matter most? So let's talk about specifically the top line benefits of saying no, right? First of all, it provides you time and space. Now, if you're saying to me, well, I got too much time right now. I'm bored. No opportunities are knocking down my door. Then you might not be the person I'm talking to in this show. Or you might be saying no to the wrong things. You might be saying yes to the wrong things. Which one of those? Again, that's up to you. But the benefit of saying no, the benefit of knowing what matters most to you, running the decisions, the opportunities that come to you through a filter of, is this in line with my true values? Is it in line with what I want in life? If you can start to think more importantly about what you want more than anything, rather than what you want right now, it will help you. Saying no can help you focus on the projects and the tasks that matter most. Saying no can help you manage your time and your energy more effectively. Saying no can give you a little bit of a, 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 a perspective boost to help you make more informed decisions. Also, let's just call it what it is, learning to say no can actually boost your self-confidence. It can, if you do so with a clear head on your shoulders, it can begin to provide a sense of balance, a sense of control over your own life decisions, which this is how we develop confidence, right? We make commitments to ourselves and then we show up for those commitments. 
If you do that enough time, that is how confidence grows. It is when you let yourself down, it's when you make a commitment for yourself and you don't show up, that's where confidence wanes. So if you're looking to build confidence, you're looking to be in charge of your own self-discipline, your own horizon, making promises, saying no to the things that are not in line with those promises, and saying yes to the things that are, is an absolute force multiplier. Now, in order to do this, it is very beneficial to know what's important to you. I said almost off the cuff there, understanding what your values are. So it's a logical follow-up to that last section. Do you know what your values are? Have you taken the time to understand that you value freedom, that you value independence, that you I don't know what these things are. Those are a couple for me. But what are yours? If you haven't taken the time to understand what moves you, what's important to you, then the decision framework, the filter that you push all incoming things to you through is you're going to have trouble making crisp decisions. Starting to prioritize projects and tasks and opportunities that fit into your larger goals and through the value system that you have. This is why companies ought to have a set of values, right? Because how are you going to know if you're going to do this next opportunity if you don't have a filter through which to push that opportunity to make decisions? More than anything, you want to be focused on the right things. And that is a task for you this week. So what is the primary awareness that we have to have in order to make good decisions, decisions to do this or to not do this? I think having the right mindset is worth its weight in gold in everything in life, but especially in understanding what your values are and whether or not you should say no. And I find that self-awareness, I find that your understanding that saying no doesn't mean you don't care about the thing. It does, in fact, mean something very different, which means you can care about something, but there's something else that's more important. It's very valuable for you not to say yes to the thing you want now above and beyond the thing that you want most. So I'll be frank, having a handful of polite yet crisp ways to say no, to decline things that otherwise sound amazing, or even if they don't sound quite amazing, you want to give a, a, a polite but a crisp no, I have developed a handful of responses to help with this, to help make me more confident early on. And I thought I would share a couple in today's show. So here's a, here's a simple one. Thank you so much for considering me for this project. I really appreciate you thinking of me. Unfortunately, I am not at this time available to take on any other work. I'm focused on a handful of projects and I wouldn't want to show up as anything less than my best self for any other project. Therefore, I'm going to have to pass. That's, that, that is very effective. It is often the most honest answer that I can come up with. And as a correlator to that, if they say, okay, cool, well then when are you going to be done with those projects? My follow-up is often, how about I get back to you if I find the time and the, the project that you have mentioned maintains my interest between now and then, don't call me, I'll call you. That second order follow-on is something that I, I again, these are honest answers, but I'm trying to give you a little bit of some verbiage uh, to, to try out, to try out, try out in small, lightweight ways first. And then you'll start to get good at this. And then saying no to opportunities that even though you may have said yes to, you know, six months ago, 
but now you have too much going on. Or your, your dreams are too big and lofty to get sidetracked by the thing that's it's in front of you right now. I don't want to imagine all of the circumstances, but I do want to give you some of these tools. So here's another one. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity, but I have too many other commitments on my plate right now that I have to prioritize. I really appreciate it. If something changes, I will let you know. Notice that last bit that is sort of, I'm preempting the, well, why don't you call me when you're done? Because you're, you're getting out in front of that and saying, no, don't call me. I'll call you if something changes with my situation. That's another. Here's a third. Hey, so flattered that you thought of me for this project. I want you to know I'm not taking on any other work at this time. Or you can modify that by saying any more work in that area. If you work across multiple disciplines, you can frame this as you wish. The, the follow on to that is, and just so you know, I would love, your project is really interesting. If you're open to it, I can make a few recommendations on some other folks that might be a good fit. That is, I think, also powerful. It shows a lot of confidence that you have in where you are in your projects and your work and that you are excited and happy to help this person. This is not a hard no. And you want to steer them in some other directions. I will caution against that because the people that you recommend, they better do a good job. Otherwise, you run the risk of recommending someone that might not uh, you know, be successful at the project and you don't want to necessarily be attached to that. Now, I usually point people in the direction of people that might be able to advise and or help them think about that without overtly recommending someone. And that way, if it works out between them, great. And if if uh, this person can recommend a different direction or a different way of thinking of it, that could be valid as well. The last one is pretty simple. It's, hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you thinking of me. That said, I am not able to commit to anything new at this time, but I want you to know that I'm really interested in working with you in particular. It just so happens that A, B, or C, detail of the project, aren't going to fit with my calendar, my schedule, fill in the blank, or aren't an area of focus right now for me. And yet for a long time, I've wanted to do something for you. So please think of me, consider this a rain check. If something else comes along in the future where you're at all interested in an area that that you know that I work in or that is, you know, similar in scope, please reach out to me. That is another way of staying connected to this person. You don't want to shut them down. And I find that, that, uh, the ability to go back or stay in touch with someone in good, in, in good spirits or, or without sending them on some wild goose chase that you're going to be around tomorrow or the next day or the next day. I think that's important. Now, lastly, you may be asked to do something to collaborate with someone that you're actually not interested in collaborating with. In this case, lie your ass off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That situation may, may happen. I do not think you should lie. I think you should be clear. I think you should look backwards. And one of those you know, four or five examples that I just gave, thanks for thinking of me. The reality is I'm not doing that kind of work right now. And if something else changes, I will, I'll let you know. I, I really appreciate you thinking of me. If something changes, I'll let you know. Again, going back to that one, if there's someone you really don't want to work with, I do not find a ton of value in rubbing that in somebody's face. I also do not think that there's any value in, um, in lying, in fibbing, in um, trying to hurt someone's feelings. I think clear 
concise and honest responses, honest feedback is the best protocol. Now, as we look at this process of saying no, and we go through a half a dozen of those experiences I just shared with you about how to say no, about how to stay focused on your goals and how not to get distracted, it's very likely that something will come up and that thing will be FOMO, fear of missing out. This can be a real challenge when it comes to declining opportunities. I I promise I have lived and relived so many of these moments where, God, did I just do the wrong thing? Did I blow it? It's very important to remember that when you're saying no to things that even sound interesting, but that you know in your heart are a distraction, saying no to those things is actually another yes to the thing that you really want to do, be, or become in this world. And there is no better habit to get into than attaching, attuning yourself to what matters most. Because at the end of your life, those are the things that you are going to judge yourself for. Was I true to myself? Was I honest and did I communicate clearly with others? Saying yes to the wrong thing can lead to so much heartache. You think you're doing yourself or you think you're doing the other a favor. But I ask you this question, what value do you place on your time and your energy? Two things that are limited in this world. Save those two things for what's most important for you. How do you get good at any skill? If this is a skill saying no, how do you get good? You get good by practicing. So once you have identified the things that matter most to you, after you've practiced a few times with the scripts that I shared with you earlier, or more importantly, you've developed your own, it's time to put these into high gear. Imagine what it would be like. Imagine the confidence that you'd have in yourself if you were able to get good at politely declining and focusing on your most important goals, the most important attributes of your life that you're trying to, to make richer, to develop. With each no, you will gain more confidence and become more comfortable with declining offers and you will strengthen, deepen the values, the goals that you do have. This is a process that I am familiar with. And as I look back in some of my most successful projects, it has, they've largely become what they were because of my ability to focus. This is not a surprise. How do I do this? Start small. I'd invite you to do the same, right? Get comfortable saying no to small things, saying no to, you know, dinner with the neighbors down the street or to that project that your boss asks you if you have time to take on. Over time, you become comfortable, like everything in practice, with saying no to slightly increasingly weighted things, such that when you are presented with what sounds like a cool thing but is ultimately a distraction, when you can say no to that, then you know you have arrived. You have arrived at your possible future. Remembering to focus on what matters. Do not let FOMO take over. Easier said than done, but the only way to do it is through practice. One thing you should know about saying no, speaking of no and no, <laughs> one thing you should know about saying no is that you will disappoint others along the way. The better you become at saying no, the more people you will disappoint, and it will be a difficult thing. It's important, however, to remember that everyone is responsible 
for your own decisions. And that saying no to something does not mean you don't care about the person or their project. Often reminding them of that in a kind, gentle, thoughtful way is helpful. Most importantly, though, is how true will you be to yourself? In conclusion, to today's task of saying no to things that are distractions from who you want to be and or become, being clear on your values, passing your decisions through this mesh that is the value system that you believe in, that is aligned with the goals that you want to achieve, with the fulfillment that you can come to expect for this one precious life. That is one of our most important tasks. At the end of the day, saying no is going to be a valuable skill. Remember, skills only develop through practice. I'm asking you to practice this skill, and I do not think you'll be sorry. What do they say? They say something like, uh, simple but not easy. That's today's assignment. All right, signing off for today's show. Until next time, good luck, get some practice in there, and I bid you adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests, either on social media or through my text community, all of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing for this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <laughs>